ideas, stories, characters, scripts. Please make this. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Please Make This Minisode. I'm adjusting my levels as I go. I think it's working really well. Um, my name is Laura. I'm hosting this mini-sode. This is a, a Yah, We Watched It. You might have seen us before or heard us before from the other Yah, We Watched It. Previously, we've done The Maze Runner. Previously, we've done The Click. Yep. Previously, we've done Private. Yep. And now we're still on The Maze Runner kick. I'm Maggie. I'm Laura's other host on her other podcast, Yah, We Read It, which is... Hence, yeah, we watched it. You know, what we're doing. Because we read the Maze Runner series. We watched the first movie. We're on the second movie. We got Nick here, too, with us. What, what? Hi. That's it. We got we got Nick in the house, keeping us grounded, keeping us leveled. Because now we've got two people in the room who've read the books, read the series. Yep. We've got Nick, who's along for the ride. He's watching it with his little, his little, his little boy, I haven't read the book, eyes. And we respect and we validate and we love that. This is true. Yep. It's it's nice because I like to hear it through his point of view. I also kind of like, because last time I think that we all got drunk and ate a lot of pizza, and then we just talked about it, and I don't remember the last episode. I don't either. But I like getting drunk and talking. <laughs> and have you ever had that relatable experience before with friends and colleagues? Beautiful. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. It's been, a, it's been a minute since we read this book, though, so it'll be interesting to see what we remember. Yeah. What do, we feel. Do we talk about what we remember now? No, we're going to do that after. This is just the intro. I remember this book being flame as fuck. Literally. Yeah. Scorched. It was scorched. It was scorched. I remember in the last episode calling someone like Chunky or something. That's Chuck. Yeah, and I apologize. Also, <laughs> we love a character arc here. Before Twitter comes for him. Yeah, I just wanted to, to make that, that statement. Hey, once again, we were drunk. We were we were, we were doing the best we, we could. Having fun. We forgive you. We we <laughs> forgive you. Yay. Um, and collectively, we it's, we're gonna we're gonna start on our scorch trials journey. And also, Nick, you'll be happy to know that Chuck is dead now, so you will not have to think about doing that. Oh again. yeah, do you remember he died at the end of the first one? Yeah. So no temptation. Got it. <laughs> uh, okay. You know what? I love this energy. I think we all need to bring it into. The movie. And we're going to get started on that. We're going to pause for takeout. If you want us to record a takeout, you don't get to give requests because this is not how that works. Maggie's on to something. Listeners, we'll be right back. (laughs) I think it's safe to say the maze trials were a complete success. It's too soon to say, but they could be the key to everything. It's time now to begin phase two. Welcome to the Scorch. The world outside's hanging on by a very thin thread. Beyond this door lies the beginning of your new lives. Hey, Thomas, we weren't the only maze. What do you remember about Wicked? I remember they sent me to the maze. I remember watching my friends die in front of me. Don't you want to understand? Understand what? Why this all happened. I just need to know. Whose side are you on? They're hiding something. Come on, you don't know that. They lied to us. We never escaped. It's all just been part of their plan. What do they want from us? Thomas! The 
maze is one thing. The two kids wouldn't last one day out in the scorch. What the hell? The course of your lives will determine the course of humanity. Into light or darkness. are back from watching um the maze runner the scorched trials we did it we um, did it wolf long movie it was it was it was so different it was than the books like this is like out of all of the movies we've watched that have based been based off of the young adult books we've read this has been the most starkly different just plot wise like not even like a well like it was like loosely the same like it was a completely different story yeah, yeah. They the beginning half um it it seems like that's that's just all, well all of it. I don't even know how to describe yeah, getting Nick, into how different Nick, it was. you person who didn't know what the second book was about. Give us your thoughts. I liked it. I thought it was fun. Uh I'm still very curious about like, I have a lot of questions still, which isn't a bad thing because I know there's a third movie. That's fair. But yeah. I, I thought it was entertaining. Um, I thought it, it, you know, moved pretty quickly. There wasn't a lot of slow scenes. So I liked it. And readings for nerds, I guess. Yeah. See, I might have liked it more had I not read the book. Because here's the thing, Nick, listeners. First book, obviously, we find out the maze is a whole big test for um, Wicked because they're looking for a cure. Yeah. And then Scorch Trials book two... Uh, they, we find out that the rescue mission was another part of a test and that they're going to go into a second test that is the Scorch. And they all find out that they've been infected with the flare. And the only way to get the cure is for them to go through this entire Scorch trial. What? Yeah, that's the plot of the second book. So their whole motivating factor with the book is to get a cure to this flare. And then this one is just like... Okay, you've been held in this facility, and we and surprise, we are wicked. And then the kids just escape instead to try to go find um, a way out, a way out to go find a militia that's against the government. Yeah, so they're going to find the right arm, which isn't introduced till the third book. Yeah, so this was just this. I'm still like wrapping my head around it because I I like I loved the second book. I really loved the twists, the turns, everything. Uh, also in the movie, we find out that there was just like a bunch of maze trials versus like the two, which was like one was boys, one was girls. And then we don't really see any of the girls until the very end. And they were just rescued by the right arm. No questions asked. Yeah. We that also get a lot of the elements of like, you know, it's the same thing with like always comparing it to Hunger Games. But, like, the dystopian novels and books where they have to go through kind of a form- formulaic trial. Mm-hmm. And with Scorch Trials, it's, like, another maze. And yeah. I think those are fun. They have these crazy things. No, like, but they said more guns in this one. They said more guns. Your head doesn't get compressed by, like, a ball. Yeah, no metal ball attack. No metal ball. I was very excited about the metal ball. Yeah. And it wasn't there. Yeah, I was excited for the bags of water they carry in the 
What bags of water? Remember that they bring little bags of water with them when they're like waiting in like the dorm uh, and they're going to go through the tele transmitter oh, they bring little butt bags of water with the them. transmitters weren't there either no to just no like, transmitters in this one no transmitters um yeah god this is just so different that it's like it's not even like comparable like it's just a different plot yeah i can see why y'all seem so shook the whole time yeah though, because yeah that sounds entirely different from what we just yeah watched. and nick i i hate to tell you another big plot point in the book you find out that um Brenda and Jorge are also members of Wicked at the very end. Oh, why'd you tell me that? Well, because I don't think it's going to exist anymore. Because yeah. you find out that, they, because in the book, they're, um, the flare is a disease that goes in stages. But in, in the movie, they're, they're just zombies. They're just zombies. But in, in the books, they talk. And they and they're really creepy, uh, but in, in the in the movie, this movie, they're just zombies, very Last of Us. Uh, and then the book... Brenda and Jorge are both infected people who are slowly turning. And so they start to go with Thomas and the gang because, hey, they're going to get a, the, the cure at the end of their excursion. So they're going to go with them. Yeah. Um, and then uh, at the end of the second book, there's a huge monster fight with the bulb monsters that does not happen. And then Brenda and Jorge come on the ship with everybody and then we find out that they were essentially helping monitor this entire experiment. Which is not in which the is, movie. Which is not in the movie, no. They still could be. Yeah. Well, but also Brenda maybe, got in, Brenda got infected, which is... Well, that would be Brenda's new motivation for them to maybe turn on them. Yeah, Brenda got infected, too. Which, I, then what happens the rest of the third book? Because, I mean, you know, there's... Yeah, well, I'm gonna. I have so many questions. I don't know what that is gonna happen in the third book. It's like a big plot of the third book is, is that Brenda's not infected <laughs> and is of sound mind and and mind. So if she's infected, it's like, well, okay. I mean, at least the cure is still kind of the same as the book, where it's like the bliss, where yeah, all they can do is just, just like prolong it, prolong it. But uh, Brenda's Brenda not infected, which is pretty important for her to. To yeah, be lucid. Yeah, especially because they explicitly said in this movie, "Yep, this is gonna kind of prolong it a few months, but she'll just keep needing more, and then she'll eventually turn anyway." So well, that's what I'm saying. So it's like then that could be almost their new motivation to flip is that they need to stay with Thomas or with some of the kids for yeah. now. Yeah. To to keep her lucid. That's so an both idea. of those can be resolved by the storyline they built here. Yeah. That's fair. She, so I bet they they're still gonna but flip they, on them. But they don't turn. have a doctor to do the the thing. Mary died. Well, if they don't all band together, oh. like they were, like if they don't all follow Thomas, I have a feeling that Beardy is gonna bring them to another location. So I'm gonna get you to the oh Vince, the leader yeah, of the right. Yeah, so gonna get him to the arm. what the the child spring, the safe haven, the safe yeah. Haven. My wow. head is spinning. I know. And then there was also, I mean, on top of the right arm being... Uh, introduced now instead of later. Introduced now instead of later. We also are introduced to a woman who does not exist in the books. Mary, who seemed to, I thought, was a placeholder for Thomas's mom. No, she was strictly a plot device to explain uh, more of Thomas's backstory. She seemed to know Thomas and be like, there you are. And then that scene at the end cut with the beginning. Nick, I'm curious if you thought this, because I thought this. 
okay, a brunette woman is giving up Thomas in the beginning. And then later on, this older brunette woman just happens to know Thomas. I immediately thought it was the woman giving yeah. up. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was the mom. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but then it ended up not being. I completely agree. I was like, oh, is she still alive? No. I was like, why Why would you have those two cuts? People's minds are always going to fill in that that is his mom. And it's like they spent like 30 minutes at the beginning of the movie explaining this new plot. And wouldn't it have just been easier to be like, great, you're it's wicked, here's phase two. But they had to explain this whole new idea that they came up with. Yeah, and then I didn't, I still didn't get, because... When they're in the facility in the beginning, the people, the kids will sometimes be like escorted away to a quote unquote farm, which is just them getting blood taken from their bodies, which, you know, if that was a thing in the book, wouldn't they have already found the cure in the first place? Yeah. And also, I I didn't get, were they just taking the blood to try to find something to cure the flare? They said, referred to it as harvesting. So I interpreted it as they are seeping these children dry. (laughs) Well, yeah. And with the image of the kids kids. being strung up. Yeah, Yeah. they are. Um, With the Dr. Ava. Mm -hmm. Who's also not in this book. (laughs) But she said in that first scene like hey you know i i'm gonna need more like a lot more but that could mean that they're still stuck on the whole like it's only temporary but like if i get more i can experiment with more to determine an actual cure possibly yeah but it is it is still weird that they flipped away from these other trials but maybe instead of having the kids you know oh we're trapped again and then we maze again yeah they felt like oh we with the three books, if we want to make it three movies and they aren't super long, like they decided to cut out the second trials and then introduce the right arm sooner so they can have more right arm time is my guess right right now. That is true. Yeah. Like I think doing it in the third movie, since we haven't seen, we can only speculate. Um, having I think in the third movie they all always open an ice cream store. Just another completely new plot. You could do anything with it. Um maybe it is just all about um a, a left arm uprising, which is yeah. you know, just mocking Jay. Yeah. Again. What exactly is the new plot they introduced in this movie? I'm I'm confused. It's it's just essentially that the the driving force of like the kids what they're looking for at the end of the movie is um, the right arm. So like a organization that is against Wicked. Whereas in the book, they're looking for the cure. Yeah, and they're actually explicitly put in this desert and they have to go 100 miles in this desert to find yeah, the promise. It's, it's a whole nother test that they're doing. And there's also more of them. And there's also a, a second group going as well. And it's still being run by... Wicked. Wicked. Yeah. Okay. So there will be, like, lightning, and then there's, like, betrayal, because, like... And there's a bunch of just, like, cranks. There's a lot of cranks. Teresa kisses Thomas, and later on it was, like, she was being controlled by Wicked and had to kiss Thomas and then had to betray Thomas. Yeah. Then it does kind of seem like they cut it out for time's sake so they can maybe... I, th- I think they're making it more political. So. And they, like, they are making, they're making it more, it more political. political. And it doesn't really get political till book three. Yeah. Like, second book was just, like, f- fun, fun adventure in the Scorch, and we hate Wicked. Yeah. And this was very much trying to make it more, like, um, w- government versus resistance. Yeah. And that's that's the big difference, is there's not really a resistance in book two. 
It's just more like we're still victims in this trial study. But there's resistance in book three, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel like there's... Which I feel they're like... They're trying to condense. I mean, like, if, if they're not looking for the cure of the kids in the second one, that also kind of takes away a little bit of humanity of, like, Wicked, because Wicked sucks, but, like, as a government entity... It's kind of the same with The Last of Us. Like, I do uh, love the philosophical question of if one person dies to save the masses, is that okay? Mm-hmm. Like, if, mm-hmm. you know, they're looking for a cure and maybe they have to go in these kids' brains to find the yeah. cure. But it but saves they, the masses. But they also don't really explain that, like, that logic, I think, enough. Oh, I well, thought they did. I didn't I think so. they. I think, I think they, totally they do in the books. I, I think, like, in the movie with not having the cure be like the central focus and be so important. I thought it just made wicked kind of like a, yeah. an organization that it's like, okay, well they're torturing kids, but there's not really. Yeah. I don't think they emphasized like that. This is all for the cure enough. Yeah. It, it felt like more of like a, we're in charge of these children. Yeah. Like I think there are property. It was underlying. And I was like, okay, I get that the yeah. government is bad. And yeah, of course, inherently it's, terrible to test on children Mm -hmm. and just do this and shoot darts into the dark with like no possible conclusion but you know if if the cure is the thing they're looking for and we see these people who are obviously suffering that's the other thing too like the cranks talk in the book yeah the cranks are like helpful if you if you play up the cure and then you also give the cranks like a bit of a voice and you're like Oh, maybe they are lucid a bit yeah. in there. Then giving, it makes the reason they're testing on kids so much more important. Yeah, giving the cranks humanity was uh, was a really, really important part of the book. Yeah. Because you really got to see, like, the actual, like, strain of, like, watching someone slowly lose it. Yeah. And, like, also watching someone just, like, kind of be afraid of not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow or in the next 10 seconds and things like that. Yeah. So just kind of have them being, like, spooky zombies that were very reminiscent of The Last of Us. Um, It did feel like... It it was spooky. It was action-y, but it wasn't... It was just, like, it it felt like whoever took this uh, script was not trusting the implicit fact that it's like the government is bad it was just like all right well we have all of this bad reasoning but you know sometimes the government has its own insane logic and what it does yeah i felt like they just wanted to make it more like action-packed too yeah rather than about like an actual story (laughs) which kind of sucks for james dashner like i don't know if he had the movie deal for the first one um before writing the second one but writing the second one, sometimes I was like, oh, I could tell he was writing some of these scenes because he wanted to see them in a movie. And then they didn't yeah. even get to see them. Where were no. the bold monsters? Yeah, Jesus. Wow. Yeah. I I am just, I'm floored. This it has is a, a three on Letterboxd, which is interesting. But also, I think that we're going to have opinions yeah. in the book. Yeah, I feel like Nick I liked it. Nick liked it as a person who hadn't read the books. Yeah, I was, true. I was sad that one they included the party scene, which was not my least favorite scene in the book. Yeah, um, and I was sad that they changed the whole plot. Yeah, and I was sad there was no bulb monsters. Love the bulbies. Uh, there was no um spooky rain or scary thunderstorms or talking cranks. No talking. Uh, there was no. There was no hanging bodies in the dormitory, and that wicked can like alter reality. That was such a cool part of the second book. Oh, that was. 
Also, the technology of, like, the Maze Runner was always so cool, too. Yeah. We had some stun guns. In this one, the little lightning bolt zappies. They did. Yeah. But for the most part, they were just, like, gun guns. I will always... I mean, they were never going to show it because it was in the prequel. But my favorite fucking guns in the Maze Runners is the one that... The transvice? Just completely dematerializes a person. Yeah, there's there's a gun in the, the last prequel, Nick, and listeners, that um just uh, essentially evaporates someone. Which is so fucking scary. Yeah. Where do you go when you evaporate? No. I don't know. You're just split up into a million particles. But it's not in this movie. No. Hey, CIA, if you're listening to this, can you guys make that gun? But just for me, I'm not going to do anything with it. Maggie. I'm not going to do anything bad. I just kind of want to see what happens if I, like, shoot the particle dispenser, what do you call it, evaporator, in my living room at random objects. I'm just so curious to see what happens. What happens when you evaporate something? I don't know. It goes into the water cycle. The amount of money I'd blow on Ikea furniture just to go home and evaporate it after Uh, We have fun. Uh, Well, this is an adventure, I'll say. I'll probably give it a two on Letterboxd. I'll probably give it a two as well. Nick, rating? Is that out of five? It's out of five. Give it a four. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, listeners, you heard it here first. And last, that was that was us watching the Scorch Trials. Not really a trial. Not really a trial. But more, def- more of a Scorch walkthrough. <laughs> more of a Scorch free trial. 30-day free run. Yeah, just 30 days. Uh, get, get on through there. Um, thanks for listening to this mini-sode, and uh, we hope you have a good one.